Hello everyone, I'm Marcos Villegas, founder of Fight Up TV, and today's guest is the king of the 135 pound division in boxing, the lightweight champion of the world, Teofimo Lopez. The 23-year-old Lopez, who sports an undefeated record of 16-0, goes in death on the friction between himself and his promoter Top Rank, how he will fight for Triller, the upstart social media company in his next fight, starting in a Snoop Dogg video as a little kid and future ambitions and wanting to challenge for the undisputed title at 140 pounds. On deck, it's Teofimo Lopez. Enjoy. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm Marcos Villegas being joined with the one and only Teofimo Lopez via Zoom. Teofimo returns to the ring May 29th against George Cambosis on Triller. And bro, bro, you're you're very rich. You are very, very rich now. Dude, congrats. <laughs> I don't know why I said that as an accent, but man, uh, you, you made some power moves there with, with this deal. Um, yeah, man, uh, things just turned out to be the way it was and I'm, I'm forever thankful for it, you know, and especially during these tough times. I mean, it's just a lot of things, man. I'm very thankful about and heck yeah, man. Uh, what, what better way? It's a, it's a, it was, a. this was all earned, you know, and, and it showed, uh, it goes to show you how much, when, how much you, the hardest working in the room, when you go out there and you striving for what you want, um, you end up getting the blessings. I guess you know, since all this happened, what what's your your take on it on on how everyone's reacted towards uh, the news of you fighting on Triller now? Um, I don't really get into all that for say, you know, um, and the reason so for for it is just for um, I let my manager and everybody look into it, and then they'll tell me, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then obviously, you, you know, me going through my profiles and everything, I'll see things. And I, it seems like a lot of people have taken a lot of good feedback from it, a lot of the fighters and a lot of people overall. And um, which, you know, um, which I'm very appreciative about. The reason why I'm being is because, like, um, you know, it goes to show, like, okay, you know, you have a support at the same time. You know, you're standing on something that maybe not a lot of us are um, – not a lot of us are very strong into doing or have the correct, uh, are very, are, you know, uh, courageous, sorry to say. Yeah. You know, and, and those are the things, man. Um, you know, I guess, uh, it's very, it's a positive feedback. I can say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fortune favors the bold. That's, uh, I don't know if you heard that saying, but that, that I think that saying fits with what you were just saying right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you've, you know more more so how to word these things and I, I just look at it man this is who i am though you know at the end of it you know love me hate me whatever but you, you know at the end of the day i'm i'm just being as as me <laughs> you know and and i have the the whole um i think that's what we all need that's all man yeah that's all i'm very big on the support and everything i'm i'm so thankful because thanks to Triller and thanks for what they've been doing now i have that access to to finally do the things I've been talking about, giving back to everybody, to the communities. Now I get to have that chance, not just use the riches or whatever to come to just me. You know, that's that's the part that that I'm so actually looking forward to this. And it's not even for so, of course, my fight, everybody. I want people to see me fight, do my thing and show them why I'm still in the the youngest to do what I did and why it's still why why everything is so big when it comes to Teofimo in the boxing game. Um, I've earned my stripe. I want to say stripes, but I, I've earned my stripe to continue on to the next chapter. So, um, 
doing so, man, um, with Trailer Man, I got I got the access now to even do more. How old are you right now, Tail? Twenty-three. Man, twenty-three years old. That's crazy. Uh to I don't know, man. If I was earning that amount at twenty-three, I would be scared. Uh, because I did a lot of dumb stuff when I was young. You look like you're anchored, you're married, you're not out doing crazy stuff, but yeah, it must be a crazy feeling to get this type of success so young, right? Dream big. That's all. Dream big. And always dream for, for bigger bigger things. But you got you have to strive. That's all, man. You gotta dream big. And uh, and with that, you know, have faith and and all of that, man. And the rest is just hard work after that. Yeah, for some weird come. for some weird reason, man, I, I get like this voice of my mom um always tell me um growing up. Cuida tu dinero, cuida tu dinero. You know, she'd always tell me that. You know, she'd see me working hard, but she'd always say, "Save your money because don't don't let what happened to us happen to you." You know, don't throw away your money. Um, you know, with this, obviously, you know, this is a big deal. Is a career high uh, purse for you, uh, but also, you know, I, I would imagine it it sets you up for later in life, right? Like th this is uh, a purse where you could look at it and be like, you know what? Like I'm I'm pretty much good now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Where as a financial, like I got my financial advisor now and I already have all things lined up in order to have that where I could get to move the the money, my money and everything that comes in a, in a better way, you know, and that way there's money working for me and not just me always waiting for the next paycheck or who I got to fight next to get a paycheck because that's exactly what happens for the fighters. You know, if you don't make sure that you watch your money and that's why I tell a lot of people uh, when they get to know me. Or even to the fighters, like just take care of your obviously your chickens, but also take care of the fact that this isn't a long term career. It's just not like there's people that have passed away, you know, in the ring. So it's just a very dangerous sport. And at the same time, you just want to make sure if anything ever happens that you have things already lined up in order for your for your for for your family and all that. That's why I say love yours. You know, um, just take care of who's dead, who's been there for you since since uh. Since day one, I always tell young fighters what you just said right now that one, um, don't get involved with partying in the alcohol because you have such a short window as a professional athlete. You know, it's yeah. usually like 10, 11 years in, in boxing. And I always tell them, like, look, you, you, you bear down and focus for those 10, 11 years, make as much money as you can and fight for as much money as you can get from your fights. Because let's be real, you never know what's going to happen with each fight. That that fight can be your last fight for every single fighter that steps in the ring. And, and I always tell fighters, get as much as you can, because at the end of the day, you're the one in there fighting. Like you're the one in there taking punches, which is an underlying thing to what you went through with wanting the amount that you wanted in this deal as well. Uh, but I always tell them that, man. I always it tell them. It wasn't, small it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't wanting. That's the thing. It wasn't mm -hmm. wanting what I what what came as a purse bid, anybody could have bid. And yeah. whatever came came. You know, Trilla just shocked everybody by doing so. So it's not about wanting. It's more so of the principle of certain things. And, and uh, you know, that's all it is. A principle of other things that come involved. You know, you have all the accolades. And it's not that, that you're um, – a lot of people are foreseeing it. But you understand, like, I've earned more so. I've earned the stripes. And I think that it's, uh, it's only – you got to get your fair share. Yeah, it's all about it's all about that, man. Um, yeah. But in a positive way. But whatever came after that, 
with Trella now, I mean, heck yeah. Now, now that's something that now we know what the open market season to female that maybe a lot of people haven't seen. So tell, for those fans that are uh, confused or they, they are not familiar with the workings of, of boxing and how we get to this, they, they saw you on ESPN and now you're on Triller and they're probably wondering like, hey, well, aren't you a top ranked fighter that fights on ESPN? H how did you end up on Triller? So for everyone that doesn't know, there comes a point where, and Marcos could probably, understand, he understands this a lot more, more so. Really what it comes down to is when the promoter and the fighter or the manager, they don't, we don't all come to, to come to terms on, on the amount of, um, on the fight. Then, um, once we can't agree to the terms or not even negotiate to that point, to that extent, then it goes to the IBF where they put it up as a person who wants this fight because they have to make the fight happen because of the mandatory situation that it's in. And there's a certain date to, to have it done. Um, so with that, you know, um, it brings it to anyone, any networks and any promoters can, well, any promoters could bid for this fight. And that's what came to top rank, put their in, um, the zone put theirs. And the ones that, that, that got the port part was um, Trilla and they got the rights to this fight. So now we've crossed to another network and another um, social media platform or social platform. Uh, and just that, you know, so it's all of that right there. And um, that's why now we're here where we get this. And then the winner from that, you know, they cut the difference on on the uh, on the deal. So for for you fans that are listening and watching, um, Top Rank had put a, a purse amount. Uh, Teo and his team felt that was very low uh, for what he brought to the table and they wanted more. They couldn't come to an agreement. And, and because of that, the IBF ordered the fight. Uh, to happen within a certain date and they put it on a purse bid uh, so that uh, anyone could come in and bid on it um, to get the rights to uh, promote the fight because uh, Teo and his uh, promoter uh, couldn't come to an agreement uh, with that. Uh, Teo, you, you felt, you know, the uh, fight was worth uh, a lot more than what uh, Top Rank uh, felt. Um, can you touch on that? Why did you feel it, it was a way more uh, than what they were coming at you uh, with the offer? There's a lot at... Um why not? Because you find the undisputed lightweight world champion. And the thing is that it's all on the line. Every person that fights for those, it's all four of the major belts, you know? And on top of that, the winner becomes undisputed. It's a huge achievement in the sport of boxing. When you, when you become undisputed, you are in the pretty much in the books. And everyone knows that you cemented your way because not many people have done it. Not many fighters have done it. Um, so people want to do things like that. It's historic. So with that, you know, there was just things. There's a lot to lose. There's always a lot to lose. But there's, there's more to win. Top Rank um, had said, not Top Rank, but uh, I saw interviews with uh, Todd DeBuff and, and Bob Arum saying, um, and this was their counter argument on that, that they felt that Cambosis didn't have like the name recognition, the name value to warrant a higher purse. What was your, uh, I guess, like counterpoint to them saying that? whole counterpoint to it is that the man has earned his stripes to come to the point where he's my mandatory. Obviously I'm not fighting someone that's a slump. They may not know the name, correct. Or maybe not, but he has his followings in Australia. He has all his followings in Greece and all that. So he has a huge following as well. Why they wanted to make the fight happen in Australia was for those X amount of reasons. Obviously due to COVID, uh, the travel bans, it cut that. 
So maybe, yeah, in the U.S., they may not recognize George Cambosis as much. Maybe so. But a lot of people know Teofimo. And if you don't know, you will. God willing. So the whole thing is, is just making the fights happen. Obviously, by not making this fight happen with Cambosis, I have to give up the IBF lightweight world title. So that defeats the purpose of staying under, uh, undisputed. And um, those are the whole things. I'm not going to give up my belt. So I have to take this route at the moment. It's more of a pit stop. Go out there or, or a detour. Go there, do what I have to do, and then we can come back and talking about the three queens and everybody that's talking about these other fighters in my division. Well, we'll touch on um, those uh, fighters in, in your division in a bit. So the day of the purse bid, were you aware that Triller was coming in or did that take you by surprise like everyone else? It did. Yeah. It really did. Uh, I, I didn't even expect that. You know, they did the whole thing with, uh, with um, Tyson and Jones and everything and just to see that happen. I was like, oh, man, they just, like, disrupt. They really did disrupt the game, man, in, in a positive way, in a good way. And I think it is. I think it's for the better. Were you watching live when the purse bid was happening? I don't know if I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm able to say. Oh, uh, really? I don't know. You were aware then, obviously, of what was going on. When, when it was all said was and aware. done, you were aware. Was when aware. it was all said and done and the final amount came out to what they bid, what did you do? What did you say? Who did you call? What emotions were running through your mind? Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was getting coffee. I was getting coffee, and I was just like, I was about to start my day. I knew the time and everything that was going to happen and everything. And when uh, my manager, David McWhorter, called me about it, um, I was uh, I put down to my windows, and I was on the freeway, and I just started screaming like, yeah. <laughs> and I was just all happy, happy man. And and I just, I didn't know. I was just all over the place. I went and um, told my wife, you know, I told my, and then I went to see my parents and told them as well. Um, so it was real nice, man. I uh, just telling them like, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and it's a great thing. I went pretty much to my family, man. Uh, and that was it. You know, just congratulated like the whole thing. Like, I just can't believe it. You had like I just a, can't, man. A lot of things. I just there's a lot of things that I can't believe when it comes to the amount of of um, I would say blessings or the amount of good good karma that has been coming my way. It's all like it's everything at this age, especially. It just it's, it's a full tank on you, and you're like, whoa. But at the same time, you have to work with your with your mental, with your mind, because the most powerful thing that we hold on to. And um, just that aspect, I have to psych myself and saying like, okay, we didn't really do anything. Even though we, I know we, what, what happened is like things that haven't, I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> but obviously these blessings and everything is coming my way for a reason. Um, and I believe I'm going to use it for, and I know I'm going to use it for good. You had uh, your Jerry Maguire moment when uh, that one thing where he's like, show me the money. <laughs> I picture you in the uh, driving in the freeway, but uh, you know, you, you did touch on something that uh, I found interesting and, and I was pondering myself and, and I know I alluded to it uh, earlier, you know, have having all this so early on and making sure to, to keep your mental in check so that in, in Spanish, uh, there's a term, um, I, hopefully I, I'm able to say it right. Cause my Spanish is terrible and practicing. So I apologize anybody listening. So que te no, no, 
que, que no te sube, que, que, you know, you, you know what I'm saying, right? So it, it doesn't get to your head, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, when you said that, I'm like, okay, that, that's a good approach because all this can come at you quick and fast and, and it, it, it can change you. It could change you for good or it could change you for bad. Bottom line is what you do with it, you know? That's what um, I was happy before it even occurred. And with it occurring, I was happy before, so it shouldn't change my aspect of of that level of that level of being like, oh man, I'm gonna go and buy me this, I'm gonna go buy me that, man, and, and blow your money, even though you wanna treat yourself, but treat yourself in a way that is longevity. <laughs> you know, um, at least for me, that's how I see it. So the whole thing now is just where I wanna coordinate and place those things. You know, yeah, um, no, that that's a good approach, yeah. man, because I don't I don't even think that I have ever seen you really like like some of the the other boxers historically, like at the clubs or like buying a bunch of jewelry, buying a bunch of cars, you know, and just throwing out their money like that. Yeah. Um, well, that's for everybody. Everybody has their different tastes. That's all I can say. Everybody has their cup of tea that they like to 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 pretty much sip on. And um, obviously mine is in a different way. Um, not saying that everybody has to be this way, but however, just be who you want to be, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, make it roll. Uh, that's and uh, that's all it comes down to. I'm very, um, I'm just very certain, like certain things I want in my life and how I want to put them. Everything that I do is calculated, at least as much as possible. Obviously, there's going to be some mistakes here and there along that road, but I try to calculate every footstep and trying to be two steps ahead of you know, and of the fighters and of myself, even that. So, a lot of fans were wondering when this happened. <laughs> You're gonna I be know, man. I, well. You're gonna be um, your own main event, right? You, 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 like you're not yes. gonna be on the undercard of like yes. a Jake Paul fight, of a Logan Paul fight. No. Like the Tail Fimo is no. the main event of his yes. own card on this. Yes, it's okay. my it's my card. Okay, okay. Like, a lot of fans were worried. They're like, oh man, they're gonna throw Tail on the undercard of like a Jake Paul fight. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have uh, it's my card. I have two slots, and and it's pretty good, man. So I'll be the main event. And um, a lot of good eyes, man. A lot of great things coming, man. There's so many things already planned now that we discussed. I went to a trailer's facility. I went to, to, their, to their headquarters. And it was great, man. It was awesome. It was awesome, man. I had a great time. They, uh, they definitely welcomed us home, you know, in, in a very positive way. And then we had great talks and a lot of great ideas that you guys are about to like. It's going to be big news. Uh, can you let us in on, on how they're going to approach your show, uh, your card that's different than what they've done in the past? And, and who are they thinking about putting on the card? Uh, I, at the moment, uh, I I'm going to have to say with, the, with all, with all respect, I just, uh, there's just being careful on how we uh, approach these things right now. You know, that's all it is. There's uh there's a lot, so stay tuned. It should be in the works of us building this on, and we could really get down to the details afterwards. Is right in a couple of weeks, you know. We're already uh talking about a promo, so these are already things that I have to go back to back to traveling again, and we have a promo. Get to the Snoop Dogg and and just have those uh those uh entertaining uh moments. So that's all it is, man. It's great to 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 know. Even back in think what 2008 i got to see tight uh snoop dogg hey so that that's real that's not photoshop you yeah. were really in the music video yeah oh my god okay i'm so glad you brought this up how did yeah. that happen um it was during the time i met floyd for the first time 
And during that time, Floyd was, and still was, and still is, one of the major guys in the game. And um, I got to meet him. And then we had someone that had a connection over there that they were doing a music video the next day. And after I got to meet Floyd, the next day we went to this uh, mansion up in, uh, I don't even, I don't know if it's Malibu or something, man. It was big. And I just go, we go, and they're doing the shoot. I can see the guys. I see Snoop. They're all in their section. You got other people doing so. They're recording the girls. They're doing, man, it's, it's just a movie. And mind you, I'm like 11, 12. <laughs> I think even, maybe even less. I don't even, man. I was, uh, and there's a whole bunch of girls. I'm, and I'm this age, and I'm just looking. I, I was my legendary moment. What's <laughs> wrong with it? That was, um, that was when I put on my jersey. Did, did then, they uh, tell you, like, how, did they tell you, hey, be in our music video? Or, like, you were just there and they threw you in on camera? Pretty No, no, no. Everything was kind of pretty much aligned. They needed someone they wanted to do. And uh, and that was, it was awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, no say way. No that, man. Uh-huh. All that, bro. Um, It was nice just seeing all that. That's nuts, man. That's nuts. <laughs> That's so funny and random because I see the the photo of you with like your uh your arms crossed with the sun I think the sunglasses and like the hat and I'm like yeah. it looks like him but is that wait, wait what how did this happen and now it's like you're you're gonna be involved with Snoop again have you talked to him about it yeah we we already spoke upon it yeah and, uh, <laughs> yesterday yeah it was hilarious man we just, yeah man it's all good vibes it's really it's all good uh good energy and you could tell and you know he gave me um some words of advice at the same time. So kind of like, um, you know, big bro type of thing. And that was the whole thing. It was just like, a, and I, I took that in. I said, thank you. You know, it, 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 I take all of that, man. There's a lot of great things coming, you know, God willing, you know, anything can happen. And right now at the moment, man, May 29th, um, Miami, maybe. Maybe. You pretty sure Miami? Huh? Pretty sure oh, that they, it, it'll be Miami? Yeah, you can't say. Um, you can't say. You're keeping it. You're no, no, keeping no, it. Well, well, no, no. I mean, there's other opportunities. There's other yeah, places. but you would so, prefer it to be in Miami. At the at the the way things are right now and how everything is going, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did absolutely. uh did Snoop remember the video? Did he remember you from the video? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Did, oh man, I'm so interested in this interaction. What did he say? Like, how how was that? Did you like, yo, Snoop? You know, I was in your video like ten years ago. He started laughing his ass off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing, man, it was just. um He was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna take care, of yeah, man. And it was just the whole thing. It was, it was dope in a in a way of like welcoming us mm-hmm. in a, in a in a proper way. Now you know, and then and, and not like he wasn't before. So. It's just great to catch on. He's like, dang, man. He's like, I salute that for you, man. He really does. Though. He respects it. It's- you guys uh, got to do a, f- uh, you, you got to film an interview. Uh, I, I would think you guys probably already did that or just talk no, about are, it. Those are the things that are coming into now. Yeah. You know, it, it, like so, film that music video awesome. again, do a flashback or something. Uh, that, that, that'd be great to see. Oh, uh, yeah. Of, of, of how... How it's going and or how it started and how yeah it's going. <laughs> uh, yeah man there's so many great things man I think this is good for boxing at the end of it when we want to get back into into it the sport of boxing it's great to just um to set a new uh how can I say um you're standing on as a fighter 
but not it's not just for you. It's for other ones that are either upcoming or even the ones that are at the moment um, in some situations. So I think this actually wakes up the whole, uh, turns it around in a good way, in a very good way. And and, and if I got to be the one uh, to take those uh, blows and stuff for it, then so be it. You know, it's it's for a good cause. So with you saying that, that maybe, you know, this is what uh, boxing needs is something different. Uh, maybe it, it could set a trend. Is this a, a one and done thing with Triller or are you plan on doing more fights with them? Like, how is that all going to shake out? Um, We'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. We see what happens with Triller when it comes to the, the ratings and how everything is uh, pretty much the production of it. Obviously, I've seen ESPN's production since um, almost my whole career, you know, in, in a way. You know, it's been maybe like, uh, I'll say like three years. You know, so uh, of course, you know, seeing the ESPN production, now I'm crossing platforms to another uh, production and how they set up. Absolutely, it's going to be interesting to see. And then you have the zone and how they set up their their fighters and they have Canelo in the works, in the loop. So it's great for boxing. You have PBC, you have, uh, you know, Showtime. So I think we'll see, man, when that time comes. And, and right now, just things are literally in the works right now. A lot of fans are are going to be wondering too. You know what what's the status with Top Rank? Um, from what uh, you could find out there on the internet, uh, you're still in contract with them. Like, how is this all gonna gonna play out after this Triller fight? Like, do you have to fight for Top Rank again? Like, how does that all work? Oh, this is all in the works right now. Right now, at the moment, I can't really speak upon what's what's going on behind the scenes. However, just things are are in play. And uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that that could definitely turn around. So you know, right now at the moment, we're just uh, I'm just for me staying in shape, keeping my head leveled, and stay focused on what's on uh, what's on my task right now. And that's George Cambosis Jr. 19 and 0, 10 knockouts, and uh, May 29th, um, or it could be June 5th. Really, there's two options right now that we talked upon, which are both great. I mean, really great. The commentators that will be on that platform is phenomenal and just uh, definitely will draw more eyes to the sport and to um, and worldwide. Yeah. Got to ask you this, Tao. Um, we've seen uh, other fighters from top rank go and uh, go on their own. You know, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Mikey did it as well. He, he bought out of his contract. I know you were you were working through things right now yep. with all that but are, are you thinking that's probably the way to go with you is to buy yourself out of the contract so you can go solo and be your own promoter your own boss i i go if it happens everything happens for a reason so all things are possible with um with god for me it's my god so all things are possible with god and that's what i live and i stand on so um you know uh the whole thing is we'll see what if it, if it happens that way, then it's meant to be. If it don't happen that way and there's another route that obviously um, the universe or whatever, how we ever want to look upon it, whether they want that. That's how I move my life, man. I, I'm like water. I'll be like water, you know, for a reason. You just go with the flow. You ride your own. You're you're riding your own wave, your own, you know, or you're making your own wave, I should say. Because I, you know, I, I know. The, uh, is there a worry that you might get frozen out because it happened to mikey you want to say fuck that <laughs> <laughs> well you said it but <laughs> uh, no 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 not at all Nah, i know that all these things play out the way they do for some some odd reason 
and that odd reason is is in my favor. It's it's an even for me. So, you know, um, I do like odd numbers. That I do. So, um, when it all plays a role, it, it's it's too much damage has been done. So, so we 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 look forward to seeing what happens next. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Uh, I saw a few other interviews that you did that you know the the relationship. And, but my thing, my thing is like no, no, no. Yeah. I love I love Top Rank and I love ESPN. ESPN has done a phenomenal job with me, and I love Top Rank. I do. There's no uh, how can I say? There's no um, ill will, nothing personal. Ill will, nothing, nothing like that. No. All I'm doing at, at this point in my time, just like anyone else would, is just trying to continue their job, trying to keep their job. And how do I keep my job? I got to do moves that that may look, you know, a certain way, but it's in my in. I got to do what I got to do, just like anybody else. I got to go out there and hustle. I got to make a. I got to go and do my thing. Is there yeah. a, a a hope that you can work all this out? Like I know that this is a, a rough patch. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but there's are, nothing are really. I, I would say that there's nothing really going on. Mm -hmm. Something that that really should be going on right now. Everybody's quiet. We're we're on our on our thing right now. Top ranks happy that they collected, and they're saying you know they say proudly that they collected eight hundred thousand in within five minutes. So you know that's that's on them. You know what I mean? And and however people want to see it, my whole thing is that as a young fighter, I'm just trying to do what I do. That's it. Do what I'm really great at, not good at. What I'm really great at, and just keep that going. You know, so this is all just a, um, I won't say patch or anything. It's just a lesson um, that we're just going through right now. So with that being said, then, what can you say about the, the <laughs> it's, you know, because you look at the situation and you think from, from what we've read and what we've seen that you guys are headed towards a split. And at some point, you know, you're going to want to split into your own thing, given, you know, the, the stuff that happened. I, I know that there's still time left on the contract, um, but which what you said, you know, nothing personal with ESPN and top rank. Can we see you still fighting on ESPN as yourself yep. with no promoter? Yep, that all plays a role in everything that's going on. That all could possibly happen. There's a possibility there. So wherever there's a possibility, that means there's, it could be a like chance of it. So, so there's a fighting chance for it. Then yeah. So I, I, there's a lot of great things coming, man. The whole thing is that Teofimo has to just keep doing what he's doing, and beat whoever they have in front of him, and the rest will will play the way it needs to. At the end of it, Teofimo is, um, like I said, your favorite fighter's favorite fighter. So for for everybody, it's um, um, it's a great thing. That's all I can say. It's a great thing for boxing. It's a great thing to change the sport in a in a much entertaining way that it needs to be, which it was before. Not saying that it's not as much now, but it's just it disrupts the game, you know, and it shook it, did a three sixty, did an upside down, it turned it around, shook the bottle, and it and it blew up in a good way. Um, and I know all the fighters and everything, they understand what I'm talking about. So this this is just a things happen. Like anything else, some businesses are like that. Sometimes they, they fix things up. So just at the moment, right now, we're just, we're trilling. We're doing our thing. We're promoting the fight, as always, and um, just uh, trying to entertain the fans and entertain the, the people that support us or that don't support us but still watch us.
it'd be crazy if, if the trailer has a lot of money if they came in and just like hey Taylor, we're buying your contract out <laughs> you're gonna, we're gonna put on events <laughs> with, with you <laughs> yeah man um you know there's there's a lot of great things man and i think that for everybody man just keep doing what you're doing fight beat people that you need to beat i'm talking about the boxes okay <laughs> um don't need <laughs> yeah, nobody normal people don't to... go fight yeah it's not good <laughs> yeah no, no no bueno um and that's all man entertain and for everyone else that's out there doing different jobs man just go out there and, and make a difference in a positive way so g- give us some perspective here, Teo. Um, yeah. Where did this friction all come about um, with, with you and Top Rank? Because I know a lot of fans are are, are going to um, see this and wonder, like, well, I, I thought they were on, on such good terms, and then all of a sudden it, it took a big, big left turn. Like, was this friction already boiling over from the, the Lomachenko fight? No comment. No comment? <laughs> Because uh, I, yeah, you mm-hmm. go for it, go for it. Be- because I, I I know at the post fight you had made a comment that you said that nobody wanted to see you win, um, on at, at top rank, uh, when you beat Lomachenko. Uh, I I want to say just I want to say nobody. Nah, Mm-mm. I have a lot of people that I really um were very pleased and thankful to work with. So, you know, and and they know who they are. They know the lump sum and and. Yeah, that's really much it, you know, and they were there when that time came, you know, so it, it shows, you know, I have, I have those and just some, some certain degree, there's just some things that sometimes you just don't see eye to eye. That's, it's a normal thing, but obviously even those that don't see eye to eye tend to make it work. So anything could happen. However, like I said, damage has been done. There's no way going back. You don't forget. I forgive, I just don't ever forget. Because mm. for me to hold a grudge on somebody, that's not up to me. Like uh, I live my life without regrets. You know, if you put your tattoo, you say regrets. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do yeah. that, guys. Make sure your spelling's <laughs> correct when you get a tattoo, please. <laughs> Indeed. And that's it, man. Um, I live my life with, with just... Uh, yeah, no regrets and 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 um, go with the flow. So the whole thing, I and I forgive. Well, I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Just will never forget. So how how does this? I guess you told me a few months ago, not a few months ago, uh, two months ago, that one forty, Ramirez yeah. Taylor, that you want. They that just to got happen. it done. They just that, got it done. That fight just got made. But does this affect at all your ability to get the winner of that fight? Is that still in your plans? Is after this fight to go to one forty? I don't think uh, there's there's so many possibilities. I don't see why not. You know, uh, me being 135 undisputed, um, you know, there's a possibility where, you know, going up, usually this is how it works, where the champion could become ranked number one or number two going into the other fights, you know, at 140 because he became a champion in another division. So, you know, and become a mandatory for those guys and see what they do. And if we push on it, we can make those fights happen, you know, uh, God willing. So there's a lot of things. So I don't think it it, it does anything. It shouldn't shouldn't affect the fight. However, it's up to Ramirez and Taylor on what they do as well on their behalf, whether they want to move it to 47 or they want to stay and make the fight happen, you know, to shut my big mouth up. <laughs> uh, with this camp, you're back in Vegas or, or are you going over to Kansas? Are you changing it up from what you did with the Lomachenko fight? Um, no, like, uh, like I said, uh, I'll be here in Vegas. I'll be doing camp in, uh, 
in Vegas. Well, there's still also talks of New Jersey as well. Going back to New Jersey, we had our camp in New Jersey last time for the Lomachenko fight. So uh, it could be things like that. It could be uh, Vegas or uh, New Jersey. I guess what would uh, make you come to a conclusion as to where you want to have the camp this time? Is it just random or is there like more of a, a preference because of weather or anything like that? Could be the preference of the weather. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plays a role, but I mean, not really more so to say. It's just uh, as long as we can make every, everything work. And uh, if we can make everything work and everything could actually, I got to see, I got to see it pan out. You know, um, I think it'll be the best decision yet uh, being here in Vegas. How come? It's because of L.A. and the Triller headquarters is in L.A. and everything. It just plays a better role for us as well. So most likely we'll be doing camp in Vegas. I just it makes the most uh, obvious sense on, onto it. And, you know, with the training expenses and everything that plays the role, paying the athletes and the, and the fighters, like the sparring partners and everything. So that also, especially I know that these uh, sparring partners are definitely going to want to check, you know, and um but I know that they're going to give me the best work that I need for my preparation for uh, May 29th. Hey, I got to touch on this uh, since you mentioned sparring. What do you make of the, that leak clip of you sparring Figueroa? Um, I, to me, it's... I like you, Marcos, but you dig in sometimes. Like <laughs> well, you. no, no. Let me, let me get, let me get to I my... Get you. you got to get yours. You got to yeah, grab your well... bag up. Of, uh, of <laughs> not of not even like that, bro. You gotta grab your bag. Of no, shots. no, no. This is the but, point that I was getting to. Mm-hmm. I wrestled, okay, since I was a since I was like nine years old up until seventeen, and it was always taught to us when you wrestle in the practice room, it doesn't matter who gets the better of you. Doesn't matter if a guy pins you or anything like that. You're practicing. The whole point of that is to practice and to get better. And it doesn't matter. And you don't go and say like, "Oh yeah, I I, I messed you up in, in in practice." Da 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 da. Like that that wasn't a thing, and that was always told to us. So I think this happened maybe like two years ago or maybe three years ago. I start hearing all this talk about sparring, 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 sparring. And to me, I, I'm an older cat, obviously. You know, it, it didn't make sense as to why people. I were love. I just. I love the fact because they have to, in a way, of staying relevant. Just part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all going to talk. Everybody's quick to talk, but no one is standing on to it. Everybody's so easy to talk on on, on Twitter or, or make up these or do these videos or whatever they, they want. But try to feel more today. Nobody wants to come up and throw me contracts and want to face me. We did that with Loma. How we did it, you know, we, we had to fight the guy that, that he was going to fight. We beat him, knocked him, knocked him out. So that's the whole thing, man. Um, come, to, we 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 like that. We mm-hmm. want the smoke. So come come at us. Uh, I'm, and the whole thing is like, when when that time comes. So nobody does it. Why? Because they know. Everybody and, knows. And I also heard too from from old time boxers that the the sparring is like something you don't share with people or even put stuff out there like that either. Well, everybody's know? different. Everybody's different though. We're talking about something that was like maybe almost like it could be eight years ago. Tio Fimo ain't the same fighter he was with the Lomachenko fight. And everybody's going to see that when I fight Cambosis. You were 14 you know, years old then. Pe- pe- people don't even realize that <laughs> me fighting Lomachenko, not only because we did the work and we did that and we had a great game plan coming in, but we knew what we could bring to the table. That just elevated me to a whole other bracket. Yo, you don't even understand my coach, my father, my trainer. He even knows to a point of degree. And he even said, man, you just got fucking better. 
sorry for my language. He said, man, no. like you're a lot more sharper. You're so, like you're just so tuned in. And I'm like, yeah, that thing helped me. He's like, I know. It's like that fight just made you better. And and people are not even going to know. They're like, pobrecito, I come bosses. That's what he said. It's a whole nother level, man. Mm-hmm. I've learned so many new tricks while fighting that dirty fighter. I've learned so many good tricks. Yo, it's crazy, man. And nobody's ready for it. Nobody. And, and I can't wait to put that on display. So everybody tune in. And it's going to be lights out. That's why we call it. It's going to be lights out Lopez. I'm putting a mark on it. And I'm stamping it. Lights so, out Lopez. So, the takeover lights out, lights out Lopez. That's the new the new nickname. <laughs> so. Hey, um, with that, the Lomachenko fight, and I've heard this from so many uh, people, when they become a world champion, they just feel like they get so much better. Um, and you touched a little bit on it uh, as well. You mentioned he did some some tricky things in there. What what were those things that you, that you didn't really like that he did? Some that I didn't like. I just um, I was like, that's a nice move. I just don't like it on me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that, that not bad. Like there was a part where he got in. He didn't do anything. He was just trying to find his distance. But there was a part where he came in, and that was a nice move. It was like in the fight, in the middle, I was like, that was a nice move. But obviously I'm not gonna I'm gonna make sure you don't do that move again. So, but it was nice to pick up on those t- certain styles that he even had that I kind of I not imitated. I'm not gonna follow what he does. It's more so it's a dance. So he was my dance partner that night that I was just trying to whoop whoop on and we did. So you learn from those guys though. He's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. He has had 396 wins, one loss in the amateurs, uh, three three division world champion. I mean, uh, this guy was, he is what a lot of people were saying. You know, he was one of the top dudes and, and still is. In my, in my division, he is after me. What do so you make of people writing it. him off? A lot of people writing him off now. They say that, that he's, you know, he's not even, I don't even see him in discussion anymore, like on, on social stuff. Well, the whole thing is... Um, Tends to happen to fighters that face Teofimo. <laughs> nah, but but all jokes aside, for real, on a serious note, that's just part of how it is. Mm-hmm. It's really what it came down to with the whole situation and scenario of Floyd Mayweather. You have one loss in the sport of boxing, you're pretty much uh, forgotten. But when it came to UFC, you could have multiple losses and people still support. You know, Conor McGregor comes back into fighting again, they'll still support him, even after him getting um, pounded on Dust- by, St- by Dustin. So... Um, which I was actually watching that fight with Lil Wayne. Wait, which what? Is really? Yeah, in Miami. Yeah. yeah, that was when I had I had posted a flick with him. He has mm-hmm. his whole man. It was a badass spot, man. Has a full skate yard, like skateboard park and everything. A bowling alley, a bar. I mean, it was awesome going out there. And um, yo, real good dude, man. Real good dude. Did did uh did he give you any cool advice or any cool like words of wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah, share no, some? Sure. I can share. Um, just like in one of his, he had one of these uh, interviews where he pretty much uh, stating about a cup that obviously he was drinking that. that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. It's like, it's like his, his uh, thing. Portion. Yeah. yeah. So the whole thing is like, whatever you got going on is pretty much what he stated out for me. Mm-hmm. Don't change it. Don't switch it. And if yeah. you fucking hate, let him. Mm. You know? But whatever, if it's working, it's pretty much you got that going. Um, don't stop and don't even um just be smart with, with what you do financially. He even told me he's like, yeah, yo, I'm obviously Lil Wayne has grew up in the industry. 
you know, he was 16, 15, you know, he was, he was still in his teens when that happened. So, so for him, he's seen everything. So it's great. It's great to just talk to him and have those, have that, have that moment. You know? And him kind of pretty much the same thing, you know, big bro. It just like, give me, give me his two cents on how he, how I could probably even do things better. It's always good. Yeah. To just soak up uh, knowledge from uh, other people that uh, have, um, accomplished a lot in their lives uh teo i just want to touch on this really quick um they're saying lomachenko this will be the last one he did tell me where to invest on things oh he did what what, real estate well yeah of course real estate just certain locations which was kind of interesting um they're saying lomachenko versus nakatani a a guy that uh you fought Mm -hmm. as well a guy that upset felix verdejo what do you make of that fight they have something in common they lost to me. <laughs> I gave them their 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 losses, their first losses. <laughs> is that a good fight for Loma to come back to? Do, do, do you favor him in that fight, or do you think you know Nakatani's uh, might be a little too rugged for him? I think it's a great matchup for both of those guys. Uh, Nakatani ain't no pushover, and Loma is isn't either. I mean, look what's going on. The guys that I defeated are now looking better. Richard Kome, he came back and he did a phenomenal job against the Dominican kid. Um, he did real good and you know, he was, he looked very strong. So the whole thing, I think that, uh, it just probably made them better too in a, in a, in a different way. You know, you, uh, that's the whole thing about it. You know, at the end of it all, it's a business, but you help each other among that. When you fight those tough fights and those, uh, those type of competitors or champions, you get better. And, uh, you just got some, some are. I don't understand how people say they believe in themselves, but they don't take those chances. So do you really believe in yourself? Uh, But I I, like going back to that Lomachenko and Nagatani, it's a great matchup. And uh, it's definitely, you know, I think everybody will be tuning in for it. Now touch on back on what you were saying just now, the, if you don't believe in yourself, yeah, how people don't take chances. What were, what were you referring to there? I just felt like I was straying away from the question. So no, no, but I, that, I that was it back. okay. But I'm okay. just interested to pick your brain on that. Like, what, what were you heading to towards uh, with that? The whole thing is pretty much like, then, then you don't, you, you cannot accomplish what you're setting out to. You can't have no doubt. You can't say why me. You gotta say why not me. There's a lot of key points into what you tell yourself. So it's all about that. If you tell yourself positive things, like I'm going to do it. Like I'm gonna make it happen. Nine, ten out of ten times you make it happen. You just gotta obviously you're gonna go through struggles throughout it all. But I say I'm the best, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You're gonna have to cut me, you're gonna have to cut me, chop me down, and I still fight you on another on some other end. Like I just don't care. I believe in myself to the fullest, and the end is just how I feel. I like when it's a fight. And that's why, you know, in the last round with Lomachenko, I said, come on. Like, ooh, don't get me started, man. I'm a, I'm it's like this. It's a switch, man. Uh, and that's because it just, life made me who I am today. If you look at it, whether it's your creator, however you want to, life makes us and it molds us to what we need to be, come. So, and, but a lot of people don't take it that way. Certain people take it in a, in a different way of like, what is what I'm supposed to be? And that's it. And just take that route. No, uh, life, for me at least, I'm speaking for myself because everybody has a wrong opinion, I would say. We all have wrong opinions. I wouldn't even say an opinion uh, because nobody is right, right? We don't know, right? So here's my wrong opinion. 
And it's really so of by by stating the things that you want, but you half ass it, then you're just only gonna get half of it. It's just the truth. Uh, it's I'm pretty sure everybody knows, or at least should. The law of attraction, all that stuff plays a big, big role. But you got to really like just invest on it. How, how can I say that? Marcus, are you going to say that there's someone better than you? No, right? But you're going to make sure that they believe it too, right? Mm. And I'm going to put in the work also too to, to you know, to. But how, uh, how do you make them that. believe it? Yeah. How do you make them believe it? You got to put show in the work out. for it. You got to show out. Yeah. You got to show out. But, you, you know, show you show out based on, on the work that you put in in the, in the the work that you've been putting in years and years because it builds up to that point. It doesn't happen overnight. At all. This took 18 years, almost 19 years to get to where I'm at. And yeah, we're just scratching the surface. Imagine that. I'm not really scratching the surface, but I'm scratching the surface in another era in another way. I'm more of an old, I, I believe in my, my, the past of the boxers. That's mm -hmm. me. I look up to them. I admire them. And I, and I stick to that. So it's like an old fi old time fighter in a modern day era. So I'm just trying to understand uh, even that part because there's it's not that I don't understand it. Um, it's just that maybe it's not my cup of tea. But I gotta make it my cup of tea. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's not bad. It's just part of it. I just uh, uh, but whole the whole thing, man, is believing yourself. And yeah, I make it look like. Why is it so, it's not hard. To me, it's not hard. I had to go through things and doubts and I was nervous when I used to get into fights and everything. And I had those butterflies and all that stuff because there was some point there was doubt. Like, what if? You don't want to live with what if. You want to be like, what now? You know, more so of that. Like, just, uh, I got I got this, now what's next? Um, Did that nervousness in the past come because, you you know, you didn't put in the work or, or you were questioning if you put in enough work? No, it's just the, the, the things that you look forward to when you dream big and they actually come into fruition. You're like, wait, whoa, I didn't expect this. Mm -hmm. And that, that plays sometimes. And then there's that doubt. You're like, am I, can I live up to this? You know? And that's what, what, what happened before when I was mad young. I was just, I think I stopped getting nervous and I started really being so in tune with um, believing in myself. A lot of people take it as being cocky. How you can't be cocky. You're just confident. <laughs> I think everybody needs to take that cockiness and cocky. I look at cocky as, yeah, you talk a big game, but you can't back it up. Confidence when you talk a big game and you back it up and you just letting them know I, I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. I'm that guy. And, and so, or you're that woman. You're setting up, you're letting people know. Yeah, so the same thing. You're not going to tell any, you're not going to say that, hey, there is that guy that's better than me. No, you might, uh, I, if anything, I applaud the person that is probably better than me. I probably even applaud them for being where they're at right now. And I'm like, yeah, that's good, man, because you know what? You just made me realize something that's going to elevate me more. I want to be where you was at. Maybe I could take you somewhere else. And that's, that's how I don't ever... I'm not saying don't ever. People have their way of life. I've learned to not, I don't even like, I applaud all the people that are with their successes all the time, all the time. And it's not even because, because it's um, out of, um, out of wanting something. It's more so of that's good. That motivated me now. Thank you. I needed that. 
but I applaud you for doing your successes because we all go in our different routes. Everybody has a different route. Everybody has a different road. Just some, a good amount of us like to just take the same road because it's a lot easier, which is not, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing neither. Um, it's just there's a few in that percentage that come and they want to do something different. Everybody has their, um, everybody has the way they want to live. Some are, I can never be content or complacent. That's why people tell me, well, well, you got everything. Well, there's no such thing as everything when it comes to success. There's not, now success never ends. I love mine. I have, you know, love yours. I put out there from J. Cole and everything. I listen, I, like, that's my thing. You know, there's always going to, but that's touching on another base, man. People get to know Teofimo. I'm, whether you, it is what it is. I'm going to be in, I'm going to be the most cockiest, confident fighter when it comes to that. Cause that's my sport. And that's what I do. I bring it to the table. You fight for me, Marcos? Bro. But you can't fight, you can't fight for me in the ring. No. See what I mean? At the end I of the day, that part. It, it's, it's, it all comes down to you. But the, the confidence part, have you always been confident even since you were a little kid, like growing up, that you felt that you were meant for, for great stuff? No, to be honest, no. No? No, no, no. That takes time, man. That's uh, yeah. discipline. That's uh, like practice, mm. you know, and that's just practicing over time, over time, over time, and eventually doing the things, and it becomes that. And then you become like I am, you know, you become that. And then that's when you have to take, then that's when you have the option to do bad with it or good with it. That's your option. Mm -hmm. That's when you take that route. You're like, oh, what do I want to do with, my, with it though? So everybody has their way of looking at it. So mm -hmm. that confidence builds over time, you know? And I think that um, maybe with due time, a lot of these other fighters are going to have that confidence more. Because I know they all have that. And I'm just telling them, man, have, that's what you do. Just have fun. Just have fun. The hard part is done. We did the training. We did the weight cutting, which is terrible for all of us. And um, and and then you do the fun part. But you do it in, in a way of not trying to um, – there's too many people that want to just do what the, the next person just did. And you want to do what the next person probably did, yeah, but and some, you know. Just switch it around. I could just – it's a switch, but you got to know yourself first. Confidence level comes with knowing yourself, knowing oneself, understanding themselves and what they want in their life and why they're doing. Why? You got to find out why you're doing what you're doing. See, that, that's, a, that's a very good point. And I want to point that out for the, the uh, younger viewers that that's a very important thing because like, uh, it takes a lot of time for, for any person growing up to really be comfortable with themselves and, and really say like, no, I understand me. I know myself. Like I didn't get to that point until I was like 26, 27 when I finally felt okay with who I was, okay with what I stood for, and I really felt comfortable in, in my skin. And I think, man, if, if I would have felt that way when I was younger, oh, my God, like I, I, I could have accomplished so much more. I just hit that right now. You did. That's why I'm bringing it up. Like you're, you're very lucky to have hit that at this early on in your point where a lot of people your age still don't know what who they are what they're going through what they're meant to do in in, in life yeah uh, and sometimes it's the unlucky ones that don't you know and then oh you know, i mean life is short 
life is short. So you just got to do what you can with it and make it, like I said, uh, um, live your best life. That's it. Live your best life. And if for all the fighters and if they like that route, they're living their best life. What can you, we really do? You know, the whole thing, of course, like that, when I mentioned the takeover promotions and all those things, that's, that's the key point where I'm trying to guide them to. And maybe they don't like the idea. I don't know who wouldn't like the idea of making $200,000 or more every month or a million dollars every month just without even doing nothing, just sitting on your butt. And, and um, you know, even if it was $50,000, you are making $50,000 a month for the rest of your life without even fighting anymore. And you could go and train and just stay in shape, but you don't even have to, like, worry about fighting someone to make another check. And I'm just talking about for boxing. And, you know, but when it comes to all different things, we're athletes, yeah, but we're going to get hurt. Man. I, I had to learn that, though. I learned that back in 2018 when I broke my hand. So you just have to go through it. That's really what it comes down to. We all got to live our life. We gotta, it's not a loss. It's a lesson. It's what you do with it. So you may, sometimes you're not going to get more than one lesson from it. Man, mm-hmm. that's that's true, man. That's Life is a series of of failures and lessons that get you to the point uh, at where you're at and it's it's up to people you people make fun of me now like my, yeah no sorry yeah sorry Marcos. um a lot of people man like at least my team man it's funny how they they, they see me now and they're like yesterday they even talked about it uh there was a certain amount of there was a a fame there was a good good person that was there at the as well in the facility that we pretty much ran into each other and I hear one of them while I was talking to that person. I hear one of their people's like, "Man, he's a freaking animal in the ring, but he's like the most kindest dude." And like, how is like kind-hearted dude? Um, uh, I don't know. It's a switch, <laughs> but um, I don't need to keep that on. I guess that part of it also helped when um, I'm not telling everybody to get married. I'm just telling people like, when you find that right person for you, that right fit, you know, balance. Yeah, it's all about balance. When you yeah. find that right balance, yeah, ba- that's it's it's finding the, the like serenity in your life, like where everything's going well, everything's going good, everything you know, you're not getting pulled in, in one place or the other, and, and yeah, people people struggle to find that their whole entire lives. Some find it early, like you, you know, others it it it, uh, it, it takes longer, also as well, but. It's like a very Zen-like thing, and I know um, a lot of fighters are like you in terms of man, how how can they be such savages in the ring? But outside of the ring, like they're the nicest people, like you know, ever. Like they're they're very kind and thoughtful. And uh, my interactions with fighters is, is that man, like they, a major- I want to say ninety nine percent of fighters are like the kindest people, like outside of all this, and you know, just the sweetest people. But then there's that one percent, and sometimes they like to exploit exploit that one percent. There is that one percent. There's always that one percent where they want to exploit that, and then make it seem like um, uh, where they want to make it seem like a stereotype type mm-hmm. of thing. Like the mean, you know? the mean fighter that's yeah always lashing out and always yeah yeah I, pretty yeah, much. That's true. Hey Taylor, don't man. get it twisted though. I'm mean, bro. <laughs> In the ring, you are. In the ring, I'm yeah. Mean. In the ring. Um, hey nah, man. But I, I, See the thing is like, but I I gotta be nice because if not, then of course, then I'm 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 a brand, you know, I'm a businessman. So it's like I gotta put that out. I can't, bro. I got um 
I'm a I'm a clean clean dude, clean cat. You're a good kid, bro. You're a good kid. And I remember your dad telling me this one time in Vegas. Um, he was talking about you, and he's like, "Man, how did I get so lucky to have such a good kid?" And I'm like, "Well, it's because of you, man. Like, you know, you you made sure yeah. he grew up the right way, you know." And, and and I remember we were at the MGM actually at the um, the uh, the uh, it's by the the slot machines, the, the whiskey okay. place. Uh, that was before you. Not Tennessee. Well, you got the song Tennessee whiskey, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the country one, but the other one. I remember we were there all just chatting and, and stuff like that. And I remember your dad's like, "Man, I can't believe, it, man. I have such a good kid, man. I'm so lucky." And I'm like, "It's because of you, man. You 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 know you you made sure that he grew up the right way, not like how uh, you may have, and, and and that's a big part of of you, you know. So you should take credit in that." Yeah, absolutely, I tell him that, man. I'm I'm I appreciate him for it. I think everybody has just their own thing. But like I said, uh, I know um, people, the only problem I would say, judge not, let's be judged first. And the other thing I could say to that is um, sometimes people take countenance for weakness. And that's a problem where a lot of people don't want to uh, look weak. But it's not even weak. You're just being kind. And some people just take that as weakness. So, um, Well, they think that they, they take advantage of you. Like they, they think that, you know, they, they could ask you and keep asking you for stuff or, or you know, take, take advantage yeah. of, of uh, your good nature. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that plays where to um, be you. Don't, you know, be you, be, be who you want to become and be. And then uh, at the end of it, man, just uh, I know we've been talking about it, but just uh, live your best life, man. That's it. You got to live your Sorry. best life. Hey, Teo, I know we've, we've been on here for a while. I didn't expect for, for this to go as long as, as it did. Um, if I can just bother you really quick, if you could just give me quick breakdowns of these three fights coming up, and we'll go ahead and end it. Devin Haney versus Jorge Linares, they're saying for May. Break that down real quick. Um, I think it's a, um, it's a fight that it's a step up for Devin. You know, uh, even though... Uh, Jorge Leonardo's is uh, a little more so outdated. However, it's a step up, you know, compared to Gamboa. Leonardo's has been well rested, so it should be a we should see the best Leonardo's fighting Devin Haney, and uh, we'll see what Devin Haney can bring to the table. I think it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a good fight, it really is. It's a good fight for the sport, and may the best man win. You know, I'm looking forward to Devin Haney winning. That's who I want to win, so that way we can make a matchup happen. Would you be surprised if Jorge won? No. It's boxing, man. Anything can happen. So that's the whole thing. Boxing. Anything can happen. The next fight, Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. Break it down for his tail. Billy Joe, Billy Joe Sanders. Okay. Um, and Canelo, that's a great fight, man. I think it's it's good. You know, um, Billy Joe hasn't fought since when, Marcos. Um Whew. He had one wow. fight last year, one fight. Yeah, so, you know, going into someone like Canelo who's been active lately, you know, uh, it's going to be a good – it's going to be a turnaround. Canelo knows his distance, already knows the range uh, with the small gloves and everything. So it's definitely um, – it's going to be a huge, uh, really a huge challenge for him to overcome. Like, But anything's possible. I mean, look what, look what we did with, uh, with Lomachenko. You know, so anything's possible. May, uh, may the best man win. Like everybody, I'm sure I'm rooting for Canelo, and I'm also rooting for Billy Joe. 
But who I got to pick the side on, it's going to be Canelo. He's in his prime right now. Does anybody at 168 beat Canelo? Because they're saying after Saunders, there's Caleb Plant, but then a lot of people mention David Benavides. Caleb Plant. It'll be a very technical fight. I would be more in tune with that fight than David Benavides. Yeah. But I know everybody wants to see Mexico versus Mexico, and that's always a great fight and always a, a great turnaround. I, I would definitely love to see, though, after this, uh, Canelo and Caleb Plant. Does Caleb Plant give Canelo trouble? Yes. Yes. Styles make fights. I think it's definitely going to be a, a great fight, though. A great I, fight. I love that fight. I love that fight. Just because of what you said, Styles. It. It's, it's a lot of people give me crap about this. And they're like, what are you talking about, Marcus? I'm like, no, like Caleb can give him trouble. It's just his movement. Like he's a, he's a tricky guy. Just like Canelo is. And that makes it a much more dynamic fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm hoping they can make that happen because then it's great to see it could become undisputed at 168, which would be awesome for, for both guys. I'm rooting for uh, at the end of it, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Caleb pulls on man. Mm-hmm. But we have to wait and see, man. These are just things that we're just throwing out right now. It's not done yet. That's true. Canelo has to uh, get past uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, the last fight here, uh, Teo, Gervonta Davis is saying potentially moving up to 140 pounds. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you kind of were like, like, oh, gee, like, oh, man. No, like, no, no, that, no. That was a facial expression. Like, no, I'm trying, to read, I'm trying to read my notes here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going. See, this is what happens when you get old, blow, uh, bro. You, you can't see the own, your own notes that you write on your computer because your eyesight starts going, man. I've, I finally <laughs> hit that point, which is terrible because I'm not even 40 yet. <laughs> um, but they're talking about Gervonta moving up to 140 pounds to fight Mario Barrios. For what, like the WBA interim or something? Uh, it's one of those. You know the WBA. Yeah, it'd be one of the – to say that he's a three-division world champion, I can see that happening. I could definitely see that um, coming into – because that right now is just talks, right? It's yeah. They're talking or, about it. They're talking that that's potentially the next fight for him. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> hey, good for him, man. May he do what he got to do. That's all. Hey, you know, I think that uh, he's too small at 140. Uh, but he's fighting someone that is obviously uh, some some sort of champion. And uh, yeah, it'd be good for the sport somewhat. <laughs> somewhat? You're not a fan of it, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think any, a lot of us are like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Seriously? It, well, it's, like, com- it's coming out of left field because he, he fought Leo. At what weight? What weight was that fight at? I think it was at 130, 130. pounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's coming out of left field. My my thing is if if he has the power to to stop a 140 pounder, like is he gonna campaign then at 140 pounds? Is he gonna move back to to 130? And then it's like the talk with you and him. You know, if he moves up to 140 and you're saying you want to get a crack at Ramirez, you know, it's just like a lot of things like swirling there. Yeah, but I think I see what what's going on in the pattern. Everybody got to see a pattern. A lot of people don't tend to catch on to patterns. Um, WBA at 130, interim or silver or regular champion, then WBA regular champion um, at 135. And now they're trying to go back to a WBA where they become the interim champion or 
you know, regular champion with the WBA at 140. So he can say that he's the three-time uh, division world champion, you know, three-division world champion. And, and it always looks better on a resume. Then they get the stacks of of trying to become, uh, oh, I should be on the pound for pounders because of X, Y, and Z of becoming, yeah. So I can see the I can see the pa pattern. Um, kudos, kudos to him. Do what you got to do, my man. Do you see if he stays at? Do you think it happens at 140? You and him then? Yeah. Yeah. If he's if they if they say that it's gonna happen at 140, then then there you go. There's a opposite. There's a right there that could happen. Mm -hmm. Damn, that'd be crazy. So, say, say you you face the winner Ramirez and Taylor, and then yeah. you you end up winning. And then he's there at 140. Like, oh my God, that's a monster, monster fight right there. Yeah, I think it'll be great for the for, for boxing because a lot of people think that you know with his power and everything that that with me being with with my power that it, it just makes it a, a anybody could one punch could probably end the night for somebody. No way that fight goes 12 rounds, right? No way. No, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Like your guys is just what you guys mm -hmm. both like. Your me, 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 and Kome. Who was the who is the hardest hitter at one thirty five, outside of myself when we fought? I mean, look how quick that was. It was a, uh, it's just one one of those fights. I don't know about Davis though. I think why he's going to one forty because he probably reached one ninety. <laughs> so, it's no secret uh, that yeah that uh, he does blow up and weight out out of uh, out of camp. That's, that is so bad. Sorry, man. I just I no. Know. It's true, man. No, it it is bad. Yo, um, kid, you not. I be. I it's became, hard to make weight. I became undisputed. I got all the belts. And other than, unlike some fighters or some people, they may with that they may go and celebrate, be on vacation, and then wait till they get a fight. Nah, man. I don't know what it was, but that when I accomplished that, and the history behind it, that not only did it humble me, but it made me driven even more. You know, um, not saying that he's not, but at the moment it doesn't. The results don't show. So, um, don't ever that. Like I said, don't be complacent because then it's a hard. It's a. It's a. It's a harder climb to get back up. Yeah, it's 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 tough, man. It's just I, I just know from me cutting weight, like you get to a point it's where you just want to enjoy life. That you just want to enjoy life a little bit and eat the things that you yeah. haven't been able to eat for so long. And, and it's like it gets to a point where you're like you get fed up and you're like you're just like, dude, I just want to live life. I just want to live life for a little bit and enjoy all the normal things that everybody else enjoys. But you still can. We all will. And we all can. Just take care of your body. Your body's your temple. Mm -hmm. And if it's not if it's not fed properly or taken care of properly, then the rest is then you can't really function up here. Then everything else just comes into into it falls. It falls. Everything happens because of us. At the end of the day, it's because of us. So if something happens, we have a bad night. That's because of us or whatever it is. That's it, man. Um, it's your attitude. It's the attitude that uh, yeah you you you. It's the attitude that you uh, choose to approach a certain situation. They all want to be Mayweather and a uh, hundred million dollars, but what did Floyd? Floyd uh, trained like if he was broke. Everybody got a different way, and he was still able to live his lavish life and not blow up. So what's their excuse? So I'm just the truth, man. Just say how it is, man. Hey, man, that's I why I think people appreciate it. People always appreciate truth over everything because at least you know not where everybody. someone stands. I, I think a majority of people do. I'd rather have someone 
let me i rather know where someone stands and someone um me wondering like uh you know like that's why i've always been very upfront with people too and, and i've rubbed people off the wrong way because i just tell them what it, you know it's i always felt that that's the best way because at least i know i'm not lying to myself yeah ain't no um no lies here man everything i say is whether they however they want to cut it slice it it's just who i am but i just speak it out and i'll even if i know that i'm i'm not satisfied with something with myself then i'll even i'll put that out too i ain't perfect ain't nobody perfect yeah uh -huh. only man perfect is god i'm a god-fearing man i leave that alone yeah man only man i fear is god the only man i respect is my father so everybody else you know you know that's how it is man that's how i live my life good stuff teofimo lopez here with us you could catch him on triller uh, he said May 29th, but also June, one of those two dates as well, uh, defends all his lightweight titles against George uh, Cambosis, Jr. on trailer. Tail man, hey, this was such a good chat. Um, I learned a lot more uh, about you. Yeah, but it, but it was good, man. It was a very good uh, one. I, I always appreciate the time uh, talking to you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Marcos. And, man, keep doing your thing. It's always been a, it's always a pleasure doing, doing business with you and going on here. So it's always good to speak out. And um, yeah, man, for everybody, it's the takeover times Triller. It's Triller times takeover. And it's Teofimo Lopez, Undisputed Lightweight World Champion. And you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Triller at Teofimo Lopez. There you go. The lightweight champion of the world, Teofimo Lopez. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Fight Up TV. If you enjoyed this interview today, leave us a five-star review. It would help us out a lot. Stay up to date with us online as well. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Fight Up TV. Thank you. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big